Before we kick off the podcast today, we have our very special Wednesday guest, Jacob Tutai. Welcome to 2021, Jacob. Thank you, Holly. And Holly, guess what, Holly? I'm ICF with you and Miguel from 6 p.m. till midnight. And guess what? What? When midnight came, Holly, I felt like I was sitting right next to you just crying my eyes out. You know why? Because because, be, because as those songs were playing, Holly, it felt like I was just sitting right next to you, and it felt like you were just playing them for me for the last time, you know? Aw, so Jacob. Songs, that's so you know? Yes, it was a great New Year's Eve countdown we had. And uh, just to catch you up listening uh, on the radio... Here at Hot 101.5 and at Power 95 through our sister station, Orlando, we did one big old countdown uh, New Year's Eve night. Yes, yeah. And it, it was it was an emotional mess for all of us as we were trying to get rid of 2020. Yes, it was. And I'm so glad you were able yeah, to well, hang out with us that night, Jacob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, Holly, listen, Holly, listen, Holly, listen, Holly, I'm, I wouldn't miss hanging out with you at your house, Holly, even on the radio, you know? I hear you. That's so sweet. And, and 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 Miguel, guess what, Miguel? You and Holly just made my 2020 go by so fast, and 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 it was a good year for me, and because and and it was a good year for me, and I guess I have to say that Holly, you just made my year, and you, Miguel. So yes! thank you, Jacob. That is so. Well, you helped make ours. Thank you, thank you. Absolutely. Well, Jacob, and, can you wish everyone a happy new year and tell them what podcast they're listening to? They are listening to. They are listening to the Sweet Holly O'Connor podcast and the Sweet Miguel podcast on Hot 101.5 Tampa Bay's new hit music, Tampa Bay's throwback station. Yes! Thank you, you, Jacob. Love you, Jacob. Thank you. Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo and my ha-ha. Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? (laughs) And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. Well, hello. It is us again for our Uncensored Podcast. And thank you again to Scotty, Scotty the Body, uh, Jacob Two Times Ah. for helping us intro the podcast. And I like how... Sometimes he includes you, Scott, and sometimes he doesn't include you when he yeah, talks. Crap shoot, you know it's fine. I'm usually doing stuff while he's <laughs> he's chatting. So if he acknowledges me, then I'll, I'll acknowledge him back. But if not, then I'll keep doing what I was doing. Yeah. Well, I still we- love you. That's fine. It's just sometimes you forget I'm here. But I'm here. I've been here for a while now. Well, if you want uh, to yes. uh, help us out with the intro to the Miguel and Holly Uncensored podcast, you can always leave us an open mic on the Hot 101.5 app mm. and just say, Holly, what does it sound like? Uh, let's say you're like, hey, I love Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Hey, Miguel. Hey, Holly. Hey, Scotty the buddy. Can I get up in those DMs? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just want to say platypus posse, and I love you guys so much. Love, Linda from Lutz. Boop. Boom. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's it. So just download the free Hot 101.5 app, and we will get you on there on the open mic feature. Well, we wanted to spend some time today with a special guest that this is the first time we've actually had someone in studio. Yeah. I um, mean, we're 
trying out videoing the uncensored podcast so you can see it on the Miguel and Holly YouTube page. Mm -hmm. We have Chase. Yes. Yes, yes. One of the first on-air personalities on Hot 101.5 back in the day. Chase, you're no longer with us. No, I am. Don't don't get people oh, confused. No. <laughs> what? Are you saying he died? Like no, what? he's what? passed on. No, uh, you are no longer on the air Correct. anymore. You've done. You started with us doing nights, then mm. afternoons, and middays, and now you're a corporate man. Oh, fancy. <laughs> that what sounds. Happened? I don't. I mean, that sounds. Corporate to me is like an old word. I feel I don't mm. want to use corporate. It's a corporate thing to say. Now, yeah. that, now that Chase, yeah, now that Chase is in corporate, we're not going to call it corporate anymore. Which I find interesting because Chase has always been sort of an innovator of making things fresh and new. So that mm. makes sense. That's so funny that you say that because we're you know we'll get into it, but we're we've got this team of people that are working you know in all different markets together. We're like this digital. Uh, dream team, if you want to call that, you know, made up of like graphic designers and video production people and digital content, all that stuff. So we're we're trying to think of a like a creative name mm. for this. You know, <laughs> I was thinking like nucleus of I don't something the nucleus something where so we're we're coming up with this name so that you don't call us like corporate, you know, digital content team. Mm. Okay, so. I like that sort of changing the name. Yeah, and you got to work the synergy yeah. of all of the markets, and then you got to make sure to piggyback off of so synergy. You all synergy. Done I like synergy. that. I like. Uh, you want to make sure to loop all of us. You're in just using on what you're corporate buzzwords it. right now. Yeah, yeah. like I think you, it's like if we could fit as many into a 10 second clip as we could, <laughs> you win. That's my favorite. Well, before we get to what you're about to be doing, mm-hmm. um. Thank you for what you have done for the radio station. What a lot of you don't know who actually live here in Tampa Bay and actually listen to Hot 101.5, the way we look online, out in the community, our logo, the Miguel and Holly logo, um, all of it is actually done by Chase this whole time. Yep. And you have really been a a trendsetter in our company and in the industry because I've sent people to you that don't even work for our company, Cox mm-hmm. Media Group, so you can sort of do some um, off-the-book stuff as mm-hmm. a graphic designer. Have you always been involved in that sort of thing? Uh, wow. I mean, I almost gave up radio to go to graphic design school. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I was a part-timer. I was uh, living in, in the tri-state area. For those of you that don't know that, that's New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. That's like the North, Northeast area. And I was in radio for, for a little bit. I was at another radio company. And I just wasn't moving up the ranks. You know, I was just kind of stuck somewhere. And I didn't know exactly what to do. Um, and um, I had another love, and that was graphic design. So I actually dropped out um, a, a radio for a little bit, and and you know I um, I went into a graphic design school in New York City. Oh wow! wow. But but it was uh, it was a very quick stay because um, listen I went through through everything. I went to a four year school. I got my my degree, um, my um, you know at school in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and um, so I was already a couple years in radio, and then I left radio and went to. Uh, this, this graphic design school, and I got through, went to, through financial aid and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, it was. I mean, you did the whole thing. The whole thing. You were like thing. all set, all ready to go. I even got my bag. They give you like this, like oh. almost this, this, this <laughs> bag <laughs> orientation. With, this bag with wheels that has all your your art supplies. That's, wow. I kind of love that one. Everything. Like my little fancy bag. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is cool. This is you know a new start, and it was actually located. This school was in um near. Uh, it was in Tribeca, which is like downtown. Uh, it's in Manhattan. Jay Z sings about it in uh, New York. Yes, right? mm. yes. So I would have to travel there by bus. I'd have to t- take the train from home. Oh, wow. 
Um, so it's a big deal, you know, you know, commuting into the city for this graphic design uh, school. And I went through everything, and I sat down, and it was the first day of class. And I sit down in this classroom, and you have to take, you know, these prereqs. You have to take drawing and all this kind of stuff. There's these kids in this class, and they're all young, and, you know, the teacher wasn't even in the, in the class yet. And, you know, their kids were, like, fooling around, throwing pieces of paper at each other, and I'm like... What am I doing here? <laughs> what? Oh, I, I, I did this already. Like, I went to a four-year college. I, mm-hmm. I, I went through it already. Why am I sitting in this classroom? Mm. And, the, and the tough thing about this was this school was directly across the street from this radio company that was downtown. Oh, so I would mm. see these people I always worked with walking by, getting lunch, and they're like, oh, Chase, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm in graphic design now. Like, oh, and, and I just kept talking to them every day. I'm like, I don't think I'm doing the right thing. Mm. Wow, yeah. So I fell back in love with radio and I uh wow. I dropped out of the graphic design school. Now, what did your parents say yeah. when you're like, "Hey, the secondary education I was getting to be a great graphic designer, I'm going to go talk go on the radio." That. Yeah. They were very supportive. They've been supportive yeah. since day 1, and that's the thing with radio. Um, you know, I mean, my parents were really strict uh parents. You know, they've kind of you know, laid back a little bit, you know, as I got older, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, they believed that, you know, it was important to go to college to a four-year school and get it, you know, get a degree and all. And then when I saw I went into radio, they're kind of like, is this a real job? I think mm. everyone's parents yeah. at some point have been like, okay, but that's cute. Right. <laughs> yeah. What are you really going to do? Exactly. Right. Well, I mean, Support when, yourself. When you think about it, and especially before social media, when I feel like you listening and the platypus posse you know, if you follow us on social media, you see how much work goes into what we do. Mm-hmm. But like back in the day for our parents' generation, because we're all in our like 30s or 20s, you know, for them, it's just that crazy person that talks between songs. It didn't H- seem, how is that a career? It didn't seem like, first of all, where's your job security? Right. Second of all, is this what you're doing with the place that we sent you and we're building? <laughs> and then it's like, well, are you even going to make money to support yourself? Or are you right. going to be moving back in? Like, well, unless what do they you make well, when I When I started getting them tickets like concerts, they were like, okay, this is Oh, uh, yeah, they get the perks <laughs> then. Okay, like, it's kind of uh, cool. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's okay. nice. Like, Salon ooh. Day Spa gift certificate. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can see Kenny Rogers in concert. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Suddenly my mom was like, oh, I'll take tickets to see Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I th- I think they took it seriously when they saw me take it. You know, I was taking it seriously. Right. I, I started as an intern. Um, you know, I, I was living in New Jersey at the time, and at the time, this radio station was located in Jersey City. I mean, our view was beautiful. We can see downtown Manhattan from there. Mm. It, it was just a, a gorgeous view, and and my commute every day was uh, was pretty rough. I had to you know drive on the highways and on the turnpike in New Jersey, and Scary. yeah, and and I wasn't paid as an intern, so I had to pay for parking, and it was Ooh. just like. I was just going backwards, I felt. Like, I wasn't, you know, my parents were like, you need another part-time job and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I I worked hard as an intern. I I did everything. You know, I I helped out so many different departments in sales and promotions and marketing and, and programming and and I moved up quickly after the internship, which I got credit for in school. Oh. Um, I I got hired as a part time uh, street team. I love and it. And they were called the party crew. And so I went hey. out to events and uh, you know club gigs and and uh, and retail gigs and everything under the All sun. Of it. And uh, in New York City, it's pretty tough because it's such a big city. You know, I can be doing an event all the way out in the Hamptons or all the way in the Jersey Shore. Ooh. 
And I always had to drive to the radio station, which was kind of centrally located. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I lived closer to the Jersey Shore. So if I had a gig at the Jersey Shore, I'd have to drive to pretty much Manhattan, pick up all the stuff for the event, then go back to the Jersey Shore, past my house. So it was it was a, it was an all day gig, right, you know. So right. I did everything. Um, it was it was uh, definitely you know seen by um, the managers there, and and they were like, this guy's you know working his butt off. Mm. You know, he's doing a really really good job, and uh, they hired me into the promotions department. I love it, and that's just how I got my my foot in into radio, and I really wanted to see what programming was all about. And I had no no background in programming at all, mm. you know. The only the only closest thing I did was I was a, like a wedding MC mm, for a little bit. Right. So Wait, that's, what was your four year degree in? Did you mention it and <clears> I missed it? So I was uh, I went to Montclair State University in New Jersey. I got uh, it was under the school of um, school of business really. He's like uh, it, like, it uh, was uh, it was under hospitality and tourism. Uh, oh. So I, I wanted to work in events. I wanted to be like an event coordinator oh, for something. Yeah. Okay, so you getting into like the promotions aspect of radio, that actually wasn't that much of a leap right? with the degree that you got. Exactly, because I got the credits from school. So, you know, the school had this really cool system where yeah. you give, you know, you put your resume in yeah. and it, you know, it has all the keywords on your resume and all these jobs, line, you know, jobs come up and, mm-hmm. and radio was mostly on the market is uh, marketing yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't even think about that let me apply so i applied to a bunch of radio stations in, in the city and and uh one of them called me back and that was you know ktu in new york city Ooh, so, the big city girl yeah. ktu <laughs> yeah. so it was it was really cool to see you know radio in the number one market is, is huge i mean it, it, everything is big everything right. is, is big so I, I got to learn from a lot of people there i have a lot of mentors in that city mm. and um Anyway, so I had my foot in the door in promotions, and uh, and, and programming was right there. You know, it was right down the hallway, and I, mm-hmm. you see these studios and these lights and these buttons. You're like, I want to be there. It's yeah. magical. That's yes. why it looks so shiny and exciting. Yes, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. And and to have that view of New York City, you're just like, wow, I made it. But I didn't really make it yet. You know, I'm just in the building. Right. Um. So, you know, you know, of course, I was in the street team still, and I— and I would use that time, and, and this is when they let people go on the microphone when you're a part timer. Oh. They, they don't really let you do that anymore, right? No, I mean yeah. Scott's like the last one. He's like the, the, the last of the great yeah. old schoolers. Yeah, yeah exactly. So which is going to f our uh, industry up, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> Absolutely, what industry? It's fine. It's fine. Yikes. Uh, yeah, so I used that time to, uh, you know, they'd give you the microphone and you can go on as a part-timer and and rep the station. Say, hey, mm. KTU here, you know, we're hanging out, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I wasn't even a DJ. It was wow. so fun, though. I, you're right. They used to do that all the time, and I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Like, they'd, they'd want to make it sound like a party or whatever. You might be at, like, this rock bar that you didn't have any business being at. Yeah. I'm speaking to myself. And, um, <laughs> and then they would just, like, shove a microphone in your face and you better be on or yeah. else, like, you're going to let them down. Yes, and I remember when, you know, they, they auditioned people to be part-timers, too, at this radio station. They did, like, an American Idol kind of competition. Ooh. That was were, popular for a while back in the day. They were looking for people that had charisma and can go on stage like Scotty and and get on the mic and, and, and really promote what's going on there. So the people that were working on the street team were all the best of the best. You know, Man. they weren't afraid to go you know, on the microphone in front of hundreds of people uh, or even, you know, a, a couple people to, to promote the radio station. So... I was, you know, still an intern at that point, and uh, I went on the microphone, and and one of the the jocks I was working with, he's like, man, you're pretty good on the mic. Like, hey, he's, he's like, okay, he's like, you know, yeah. come in the studio, hang out with me a little bit, you know, we can work on some air checks, and uh, 
And that was that. That was wow. pretty much that, that was it. So that was your your being born into the, the radio industry. So when did you move and start at Hot 101.5? Whew, man, it feels like yesterday. I feel like I'm choking up because this is really emotional, man. This is a mm. <clears throat> this is a big chapter of my life. You know, this was uh, back in 2012. I was uh, it was another time I almost gave up on radio. Mm. Was um, mm. living with my parents for for. Like a good year, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I was still I was a part timer at another radio station. I was actually working in Philly on the air before this, and okay. I'd have to travel like two hours oh. for a four hour shift. My God, to travel two hours back. And listen, I I traveled through all the elements: snow, rain, um, and it was a lot. Two hours, no traffic. So just put it, you know, perspective. Well, by the way, when you tell your 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 little son this in the future. That's when you say you walked to the radio station <laughs> and that it took you five hours to get there for your four-hour shift. on foot. Mm-hmm. And I did all of this for you. In the snow. <laughs> for <Uphill>. you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. You'll be grateful. <laughs> that's and that's how I'm you change the story later on. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, traveling. And, and I worked weekends mostly. I was like the utility guy. So anytime anyone was out, I was, you know, I'd fill in for them. But mostly... My shift was on the weekend, so I gave up my weekends for that, mm. and um, that wasn't enough. I mean, I, I was just doing that job, and and uh, and I was living with my parents, and, and don't get me wrong, I love my parents. Of course. But, you know, at the same time, I was 29, and I'm like, man, I got to I gotta get out of here. I, right. I got to figure something out because you know, there was no movement at this radio station whatsoever. So, um, you know, at that point, I almost gave up on radio again that I went to go get a bartending license. Oh. And in New Jersey, oh, wow. you need a license to, to pour drinks. Wow. It's like $400, $600 to get the license. Did you call 1-800-BARTEND? <laughs> no. I remember those commercials in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> it was like bartending school. It was the, Actually, it was the coolest commercial because they, t- they talked about all the drinks you could make. Kamikaze, oh. blah, 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 blah. I digress. Wow. Yeah, no, it, it was... <laughs> It was there's 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 a couple of those. I, I used to live on Long Island too, and, and they had those catchy. Bartend, yes, they're bartending, bartending jingles, and yeah, I, it made me want to be a bartender. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to, I didn't go to any of those schools. I just found this guy randomly on Craigslist or something like that. He has his own bartending school, and I and I had to pay six hundred dollars, you know, out of my own pocket, which I didn't oh, have. Of course, gracious. not on, on part timer money. No, and and and, uh, and I I went, man. It was like three days of. Of learning how to pour drinks because I'm like I got to make money somehow, you know, mm. and that's the way to make you know make money bartending, right? Uh, oh. Easy money. So, um, you know, I'm on the couch one night and I'm looking through jobs constantly, and I see that there was actually an opening across the street at our competitor station, FLZ, mm-hmm. and so I was uh, they had an open job for afternoons, and I was you know mm. going back and forth with their program director and. And that conversation just stopped after a few weeks. Right. And As they do sometimes. Yeah. yeah. They just weren't interested, which is fine. And um, my friend Syke, who actually is at, on, on a radio station in Long Island with our, with our parent, state, parent company, he's like, hey, I got this buddy who just launched a radio station in Tampa, competitors with FLZ. You know, give, give him a call. And, and his name's Tim Clark. I go, okay. Mm. So I sent my resume and air checks over to Tim Clark and – you know, we were going back and forth, and uh, that conversation stopped too. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Uh, but that's how it goes it in radio. Does. Like, oh my it god, is, that is the, probably the worst part about radio. And what I've always said is, you have like coaches to these million dollar, billion dollar sports teams, and they can hire someone that they're going to pay, you know, ten million dollars a year in a month, two yeah. weeks. 
to pay us pennies for what we do. They're like five months. Yeah. The five month interview, five month interview process. Yeah, yeah. And Tim was 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 just he was just requesting more air checks, more air checks. And luckily, I was a part-timer on the station in Philly, which I was able to provide. And I said, he said, more air checks. I need more air checks. I, literally, I sent him over 30 air checks. Oh, wow. And he said, more air checks. I go, How listen to me Saturday <laughs> night, 10 to midnight. I will be live. Just tune in. Stream me. How yes. many air checks do you need? He, he wasn't sold. He wasn't sold yet mm. until he, t- and I just, I, you know, I just spoke with Tim too. And he's like, listen, man, he's like, uh, he's like, I knew that I made the right decision when I hired you. So he 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 actually, he flew me uh, that week on a Friday. He goes, he's like, hey, do you uh, have any plans on Friday? I go, no. He goes, I'm gonna fly you to Tampa for for a oh, for uh, an audition. I go, oh yes. snap! First off, none, none of this, all that went out the door about radio. I was like, I'm going to Florida. Yes, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I got my bathing suit, yes, suntan lotion, right? It's, it's cold in Jersey. I'm like, hey. I was like, oh, I'm going for a radio interview. Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, no, so it was an audition on like on Friday. They put me up in a hotel and they actually put me on the air like Friday, that Friday night. Wow. I was on like 10 to 11. It was really late at night. That's cool though. It was cool, but I was nervous. Oh, yeah. yeah. I completely butchered the station. I would say 101.5, the hot or <laughs> the hot 101, hot. you know, point. I just, I did not say the station correctly <laughs> in each break. I was like, I totally am not going to get this job. Right. And um, and so I went in that night to the hotel. I'm like, oh, man. The next day I had to go into the station where people were actually in the building. Mm-hmm. And I got to meet, you know, all the GMs, all the salespeople. <clears throat> and uh, and that was it. And, and I felt like I had a good interview. And I haven't interviewed in a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you haven't interviewed in a while, but it's hard. <laughs> and it's nerve-wracking. It's so nerve-wracking. It's like uh, first date, but worse right. because right. your future hangs your in the balance. In that date. Well, yeah. and especially when you go, when you make that transition from sort of part time to full time, and you haven't really gone through that intensive process because it's a little bit different from when you're part time and yeah. they're just basically like, "All right, we're just going to give you a chance." Yeah. But when you get that first full time job, radio, I'm assuming, or anything. And that's your first big interview. Yeah. Like, it is scary as hell. I don't yeah. know about you guys, but the hardest thing is talking about yourself. Like, right. they'll ask you, so tell me a little bit about yourself. And I'm like, well, well, I I didn't know where to start. And I didn't know what the proper thing was to say. I didn't want to say too much. I, you know, I didn't want to seem like I was desperate. I, I, mm. I just went in there. I was like, just be confident. Be yourself. Right. You've worked a lot of years. You put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this. Yeah. Just be yourself. And mm. that's exactly what I was uh, when I got here. I just was, you know, this, well, I was loud, first off, because I'm this, boy, you know, kid from New Jersey. And apparently <laughs> I was really loud in this building. People weren't used to that. Oh. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Before our station came on in this building, it was all sleepy, old-time yeah. music for all of our radio stations. I'll tell you the classic rock stations, but it was, I mean, let's just be honest. It was older it white was people. Calm. Like That's who our building served back then. A yes. lot of the radio stations were that type of mm-hmm. demographic. Very sleepy. They were. The only thing I could think is that, like, the bone, which was it the bone then, or was it just still? Just the bone. It was the bone, but it, it was, was classic bone. rock. But it was classic rock. But mm-hmm. they're the only ones who had these, like, probably bombastic personalities. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the people in the building were not used to a music driven like like a yeah. this type of music driven no. like jock that could like lead and so you probably blew their heads open a little bit yeah and i was just being myself again i was just being you know i was happy i was excited i was nervous and i was loud 
And it, I mean, it, but they loved it. And, mm. right. and, um, and, and so I was going back to what Tim said to me. He's like, I knew when I hired you that I had the right person in that job because I had made this video. It was like my transition from Philly to Tampa. And I just got my iPhone. I was like so proud of it. Yeah, you can record <laughs> videos on it, like really nice. I was like, this is cool. I'm fancy. Yeah. So I made this video of me just pretty much packing up my bags from Philly uh, thanks, you know, all the listeners saying, hey, Philly, I'm going to miss you, and I'm moving to Tampa. And it, I did this whole thing, like, I, like, you know, rigged this, like, stick to my iPhone before tripods and stuff like that that were, you know. The fancy equipment we yeah, have with I, ring lights exactly. and everything. Ring lights all over here. I, I duct taped it to my phone. I just did this really quick 30-second video of me saying, bye, Philly, hello, Tampa. Mm. Mm. And Tim was like, I saw that, and I go, man, we got the right guy. It's the man. future. Yes. You know, he's like, he, the fact that he did that, promoting our station, like, this is the right guy. We made the mm. right decision. And so, yeah, I, I got the job, and I moved down here in, in March of 2012, and I literally put everything in my Hyundai Sonata oh. that I could fit in there. Everything wow. in the trunk. I didn't have any furniture. I actually... Had uh, planned on this is before again like offer up and right. Oh yeah, what was all that? All that marketplace, stuff. marketplace, and let go. <laughs> the only the only spot was Craigslist, right? Oh, I remember Craigslist, girl. Yeah, so I but I not uh, for selling stuff. Oh my lord, <laughs> it was for other stuff. Yeah. But that's fine. The people meeting people. <laughs> is that what it is? You know, it was casual encounters. Yeah, that's what it was. Casual encounters. Oh girl, I remember that. <laughs> Pretty sure we had like radio bits about casual encounters. We did and missed connections, oh. all that stuff back in the day. Oh well, yeah, I went there for furniture. Listen, I had some sofas to move too, so but they were just different. Um, But but this is what I love the, I guess being this age and like working with people for this long, is you have basically this this uh, contrast of when you started, all of your belongings fit into one car nine years ago, now. You are married, mm-hmm. you have a baby, you have a house, you got a nice truck. Like, how crazy is that, that all of this went down basically because of this small little room that we're in right now? Uh, it's unreal. Uh, yeah, and for those of you that are listening and watching, my wife also works here. Mm-hmm. That's how I met her. And actually, the first day that that audition I was down here, I saw her. Oh. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, I bumped into her. She said she wanted to come, like, she knew I was in the building. She's not here to defend herself. She'd probably be like, no, you're, you know, you're not saying the right stuff. But uh, I, I did I did bump into her. I was down the hall, and I and I looked at her. I go, wow, she's a really pretty girl. Oh, and yeah. she said, that's my future baby daddy. <laughs> I know it, and I claim it with Jesus. <laughs> well, actually, I don't see Jenna saying that. <laughs> I really, I really wish that Jenna had said that. But I, I really, can see her saying that. I, I claim, claim it with Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> that man is mine. Uh, and now, like, let the record show, please let the record show that Jenna was a hot tamale in the office. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, when we first got here, when we did, like, a couple of years after this story happens with Chase, and I'll let you finish in a minute, Chase, but we heard the stories of Jenna and how mm-hmm. every man in this building was fawning over her. Yeah, she I'm was not. Bad. That is, it yeah. was put into our heads early on because yeah. that was, she was an it girl. Mm-hmm. Just so we're all clear on Chase's wife. Yeah, and you got the it girl. Yeah, I did. And listen, I was again like with work. I was determined to get her from 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 day one. You Aww. know, I was. 
of course, you know, I was down here, I had my fun, whatever, but, mm-hmm. you know, she was, you know, the one I, when I saw her, I go, that's going to be my wife one day. And mm. that almost fell apart because she was playing hard to get. And so <laughs> I, I gave her like, I do. gave her like one more shot. I said, listen, I'm going to give you one more shot. And if you if, if you don't want to do this, if you don't want to pursue this, then let's just go our separate ways. Ah. And then she's like, no, let's pursue this. She's like, no, no, I'm just kidding. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, just joking. Sorry. Listen, sometimes you got to put your balls on the table yes. to be like, oh. what you going to do? That's or true. your boobs. That's true. Put your go balls ahead. or your boobs. Put them out. There's all these different situations. Like, what if it went, went one way right. or the other? Like, yeah. What if I got that job in Philly? Mm. Oh, my god! What if something happened in that station and I got a job there? None of this would have happened. I would have never met you guys. No. 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 I mean, that's the weirdest part about getting older is just those what if situations. Because, because yes. you, you don't even realize that you're at the fork in the road to where it's either <laughs> choose this option, this ending, or this ending. And you don't even realize until you can look back and be like, Holy crap, what if I had made the other decision? Yeah. Sometimes it's too much. To Listen, think I'm just about. happy it I'm is. not like a bartender at Applebee's or something like that. Or <laughs> Even though we love our bartenders at Applebee's, I do girls, like Applebee's. Sling, up, sling up them drinks. But so much of your life would not have happened if you wouldn't have made that decision. If you would have been a bartender in New Jersey, your life would have been in a completely different way. Yeah, yeah. I'm reminded of that every morning, every time you know my baby Austin wakes up. And I, mm. and I look at him and I go, that is a product of... Of of everything, yes. yeah. You know what I mean. Big it's, it's the big picture thing, and uh, it's just so incredible, man. Just the last day on Hot, it was it was it was emotional for many reasons, and it was uh, for those of you listening and watching, it was uh, New Year's Eve was my last day, yeah. And um, you know, it sucks because the last year I was on air, and I didn't, you know, all this happened so quickly. I didn't know this was going to be my last year. I, I, I had planned for this, but I didn't think it was going to happen, you know, right now. Mm. So. It just sucks that my last year was, you know, with the pandemic going on, yeah, no one right. really in the building. Right. You know, I miss all those like side conversations having, you know, with, you know, I have with you guys and mm-hmm. and just the all around ambiance of a radio station. Yeah. So it was just really different for this last year, and it was really hard. The last day, I just kind of going through memory lane and and thinking mm. of like the first day. I remember the first day walking into the studio and doing the night show, mm. and super scared but super excited. And it was my last day, and I'm like, wow, this is it, you know? Mm. So, um, man, it's just, it's crazy how how all this, you know, it just feels like it just went by <laughs> so quickly. It, it does. It's just. Just in the blink of an eye. In the blink yeah. of an eye. And I got mm. to meet so many great people. Like, like, all the experiences I had, you know, with my, you know, endorsement with Bud Light, you know, I'm so thankful for for Melanie Martin and, and where she has taken me with my career and, and um. And you guys, working with all of you, I mean, you guys are super talented. You know, so I I listen to you guys. I go, wow, these guys are really, really good. And seeing Scotty just going through up, you know, going up the ranks. That's pretty cool. All right. I kind of like, I kind of like see what, you know, Scotty's kind of doing what I did back in the day. Like just Mm -hmm. just working hard, doing everything you can possibly do to stand out. And Scotty's a a great product of that. You know, he's he's already in the studio. Look at him, he's manning the board right now. Yeah. We totally switched positions in the in the uh, morning show. Thank you, Ari. That's fine. That's fine. Thank you, Ari. Um, (laughs) But like, as he's gotten better and learned and and soaked up everything that we've been teaching him, we're like, all right, we're gonna put the trust of you pushing the button, which. That's a I'm big a trust. Big old control oh. freak girl. And that was very hard for me to do. Yeah. Um, but he's now there making and he's gonna look back in, you know, however many years and be like, remember when Well, that's what's so weird about hearing this, because like all I'm thinking is like, oh my God, like that's 
Like, I'm there. That story, like, okay, here I am. Yes. I am, like, looking at my future story and being like, wow. I remember seeing Scott. I don't remember the exact day I met you, but, oh, man, what was it? I, I saw you at an event. I go, I go, that guy's really good. Mm. Like, he, that's, it, could we, we can, you know. We can replicate him and, you know, make a bunch of Scotties. Like, that's, that's, exactly, that's exactly what a radio station needs. He yes. was out. Right. He was, you know, having conversations with people, really repping hot. And I was like, man, he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I can see him, uh, you know, working hard to, you know, you, you want to be in promotions, you know, if you're really serious about radio, promotions is a great stepping stone. Absolutely. You don't want to be in promotions forever unless you want to be in promotions and be a promotions director or mm-hmm. – um, you know, anything of that sort, but it's a stepping stone. You, you, you get, you know, you're in there for a little bit, you get really good at it, but you're also working on your next goal mm, in radio yeah. and that's programming or, you know, or sales or right. something like that. Um, so I, you know, seeing Scotty in promotions and then jumping up to programming, that was just reminded me of, 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 you know, me back in the day. Mm. And so you just got to keep working hard. You know, the thing is a lot of people don't see what happens behind the scenes. A lot of people, you know, that listen to me, you know, family, friends, they're like, oh, you're just on the radio, you know, when I was after, you're just on the radio for like four hours and you leave, right? I'm like, no, 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 Bitch, you don't know. You don't know. Was it like that? Maybe for a little bit back in the day? Right. Oh, yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. But now it's it's just so much more involved. So much more. So much more. It's not like, you know, the lavish four hours on the radio and I'm out the door. There's so much more to that, especially for me in the last like five years you know, I was on the air, and I that's how I, you know, picked up graphic design again. Yeah. I, I wanted to, um, you know, we're talking about all these big promotions on Hot, and I was like, I want to design stuff that really matches the um, the promotion or event we're doing on the air. You know, mm-hmm. We're making it sound big on the air. Let's make it look big. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just started kind of going back into graphic design a little bit, working with Photoshop and Adobe programs, and it's been five or six years since I've been doing that, and just... Mm. Just like everything, you know, just like anything you do, you, you just work at it every single day. Right. Mm. I was very self-taught, so I learned a lot of things on YouTube. Uh, I took some actually some workshop classes for Adobe, and uh, and now I'm in the position that I'm in right now. I, yeah. I just got so hired mm-hmm. to to, cor- mm. to corporate, <laughs> to corporate, <laughs> essentially to have the synergy for all of our different markets yes. and loop us in on well, whatever you're doing. It's cool that we did that because, as a company, I mean. Because that's obviously the way, like, there there's so many things headed that way. Mm-hmm. Why would you not need digital content? Exactly, yes. Not just creators, but, you know, people who make things look good and yes. idea people and, like, rollout people. And it's like, if a company isn't doing that, why? You're behind. Yeah. You're, you're behind. You're so behind. Yeah. So the cool thing is now I get to work with not only, you know, you guys here in Tampa, but all our markets um, that CMG has. Mm-hmm. So, I'm you know... Before I was working with six radio stations, maybe ten, you know, considering you know Orlando and Jacksonville, but now I'm working with sixty radio stations. Oh, mm. wow! Yeah, That's so amazing. it's it's you know you know these vary from rock stations to country to you know stations like ours, like Hot, nice um, hip hop stations. Hey. So there's there's all different types of formats that I'll be working uh, you know working with, and I'm not the only graphic designer in this you know synergy group. Uh, there's another graphic designer. Everyone essentially in the group is a graphic designer to some point, mm-hmm. but me and this other girl are are, are the graphic designers. So we'll be the mm. lead on a lot of the you know shows that eventually when shows do come back uh, after the pandemic, we'll be you know that team behind every show. What what mm. it's going to look like, wow. the logo, 
you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, now, when you say show, you mean like live event show? Li- like, you know, like, you know, you know, just like I would say, we don't really have shows on hot. <laughs> next big thing. Uh, next like, big thing. For like our, we have a sister station, 97X, yes. whose <laughs> big thing is next big thing. And it's like legit, like bands come. I was going like, to say summer jam, but. Summer, oh, I, You Jesus. know what? I feel like one no. day, one day. Don't bring it up, Miguel, get pissed. I'm sorry. No, we have to talk about <laughs> that. That was what it was. That is literally, and we're, this is all we're going to say about it because we have to get permission to talk about it. But one of the most annoying things about our industry happened with a big event that we were doing a few years ago. Mm. And we couldn't talk about it. And it was just awful and gut-wrenching. And it's like left this sour spot in my mind for a few artists. And none of this makes sense if you're listening right now. But yeah. just Can you know, say it was on and then it wasn't? Is that too much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an event. It was yeah. supposed to be on. It was a Liam pain in the ass. <laughs> and then it wasn't. I didn't even remember that that was it. I no. just don't like this one particular girl. There's even, it's not fine. even her that, fault. No, right. no, listen, there is something that happened a few years ago that was very painful for all of us that we couldn't talk about publicly. We couldn't talk about right. it. That's and, why it was painful. And that's why we always say we're different from most morning shows because we will literally tell you everything <laughs> out of all the rules that, you know, you learn as a baby DJ if this is how you operate. We break all those rules and we're like, well, let's just spill our guts about this. And this was the one time when management said you are absolutely not allowed to talk about it, not even on the podcast. And that was the most painful few months for me after the fact. Mm -hmm. But anyway, what I want to do is all of us to sort of go around and before you get to say your final goodbye, Chase, and all of us give like our favorite Chase memory Mm. or situation. Mm. Um, I'm going to start. Because I always tell the story about how when you started here, Chase, Holly and I were across the street at a defunct radio station, Play 98.7. Play that wah, wah. I know, right? <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Yeah. There we go. That was, got, pl- that was Play 98.7. That was our radio station. Um, and I remember I would always look at Hot 101.5 at the time because y'all were the station that had billboards everywhere and you had parties. And I remember one time- We had that corporate money. You did. Mm-hmm. Billboards everywhere. And like literally, I will never forget this. We had been here because we started August 1st of 2011. Okay. And I, th- it was January. Ooh. And so we had just found out that our radio station was like on the bubble on after the bu- six the months. Bubble. I don't even know what that meant. Yeah. I was like, what? And Miguel's like, it, they just said they're going to fire us. Yeah, I was like, like they're- yeah. What? I was like, there's no way for us to get anywhere in the ratings in six months. Radio just don't work like that, no, especially does. if you're a new show, a new station. So we were, like, giving it all we got, like, trying to, like, consult our mentors and think of big promotions and do whatever we could to get a footing in the ratings. And I felt like we were finally had a good traction going. And I remember we were live tweeting the Grammys that year. And as we're live tweeting the Grammys, the first commercial break, was a damn commercial for Hot 101.5. Oh, no. And I was like, I'm done! <laughs> I do not remember that. Wait, I do, I I was, vaguely, it's vaguely in the back. Maybe oh. it's trauma. Hey, was the music like Havana Brown, We Run the Night or something? It was, Probably. No, it was, it was Rihanna. Like LMFAO, Party uh, We found love. Love in a hopeless place. Yes, yes. Cause, and by the way, we were today's best hits without the rap. <laughs> oh, that's a yeah. lot to fit in like a seven-second intro. Can we all look back and be like, racist? Racist, racist. Uh, yeah. But anyway... So, um, but I remember oh, when God. you came on, and I just remember because I would follow everything that Hot did, being very jealous. Oh. And I was like, "Who is that beautiful 
mulatto-skinned Italian man coming here. Is that? I don't know. Brown skin, olive skin, olive, 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 olive skin. Cocoa, caramel. Now, let me tell you, this is the minute when I was like, I want to meet this Chase. You were doing a remote, and this is sad. I remember all this. Well, you, you were, have a very good memory right now. By the way, I was also like 40 pounds lighter. <laughs> so, but just you want to say that. Girl, you good? We were all young then, girl. girl look you look good. Yeah, yeah, This is before the Bud Lights. It's fine. But you were sitting on like one of those big beach chairs at Postcard Inn, I believe. And you had your shirt off and your little white uh, watch on. G-Shock. And I was like, hey, Chase, <laughs> how you doing? Wait, were, you were there at the postcard? No, no, this is on his Instagram. He's <laughs> <laughs> stuck in his Insta. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, so That just, was in your head. Yeah, that was in my head. So just know, Chase, when we finally, you yeah. know, Two, three years later, got the job here. Uh-huh. I was actually nervous to meet you oh. because I was like, I don't stalk this man's Instagram, found out all about his life, and now we're about to be co-workers. But and you- I met you before that, though. You were at one of our parties I at did. Jackson's. Mm-hmm. I remember you this and your purple shirt. Yeah, after we got fired. Like, yeah, we got fired, Miguel was like putting himself in everywhere that was radio. You, you weren't there, right? No. 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 I, 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 was there. I never did shit. No. <laughs> you were there wearing like a purple shirt, black vest. Yes, you remember right? me. It was yeah. your New Year's Eve party. You had a fro. Yeah, I did. Yes, yes. It was horrible. It was, yeah, a New Year's Eve party. That's mm-hmm. right. Wow. And I was like, hey, with Nick Cannon. Chase. It was a Nick Cannon thing. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. What the? But I remember when we got the job here, I was so nervous. I was like, I wonder if like Chase is going to be like one of those like douchebags. But you could not have been more gracious and more friendly. And you know how like when you start a new job and everyone's like, hey, welcome. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if it's sincere. You would come back to our office after we started and be like, are y'all okay? Are you doing? Do you want to go to lunch? Let me help you. And you could not have made the transition for us back into Tampa any more better, any Mm. more easier. So thank you for that. You're welcome. That means a lot coming from you, Miguel. Um, Yeah. No, that's – it's a family here at HOT. Yeah. It it was a family – it's been family since day one. So I wanted to keep that family – Mentality when you guys got here, and I know, you know, even though you were here in Tampa before, I know what it feels like to, to be away from you know what you know and and uh, be away from family and friends and have to constantly move around. It's mm-hmm. tough. It's tough. It that's right. what radio is, and that's why I feel so fortunate that I was here for nine years. Yeah, that's that's I don't know twenty years in radio years, right? I that's mean, that's huge in our industry. I was gonna say that's really that unheard long. of. Yeah. It, it is. It's a long time. So I was. I'm just super grateful to be here for such a long time to get to, to know you guys. And I want to just to make sure that when you guys got here, that we kept that family mentality that I, I just kept checking back because I wanted to make sure that you guys were okay. And, and I understood what you, you were did. going through. And thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Scott. For me, it, it's fun now kind of being around the building for probably like two years now. And there's people that have been in my corner for the entire time and Chase, you have always been one of the people that have been in my corner. And so the things I think about, like one, because I started off on the street team, mm-hmm. I was working events, and I remember because y'all do what I wanted to do. Y'all were living the dream that I wanted to do. And I remember watching Chase do what we would call remotes, like being at an event live, talking on the mic, and just being in awe of like, dude, that dude's got swagger. Or moving into transition and actually eventually being in the studio, after we were done with the show and getting to just kind of hang out with Chase while he was doing his show and mm-hmm. getting to talk with him there. And then I, one cool time is we got to work an event together where, like, Miguel and Holly, you couldn't be at an event. 
But it was Chase and I hosting this event together. Is that Franklin Manor? Yes. Yeah, 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 oh, my yeah. God. I forgot about that. Yeah. I remember mm. the two of you were, like, holding it down. And it That's was right. a blast. Like, legit a blast. We just ran the night and just had a great time just having fun on the mic, having fun hanging out with people that came out to hang out with us. And it was just so fun that it just it speaks to your character as a person of just somebody that, one, always was there for support. Like, always but then somebody that just gives off such good energy, and I love people that are just, they're a good energy person, bring good vibes, and that's you. Good vibes only. Literally it, literally that. And so that meant so much to me because I remember coming into this building, and obviously this is my first radio thing ever of ever, any real job in my life, and I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what people I was going to meet. I didn't know how people were going to look at me or view me, and it felt like, you understood who I was. Mm, like, you understood absolutely. the position I was stepping into and mm. my character as a person, and that helps so much in just trying to climb the ladder of this career, of life, and being like, you know what? Like, he gets it. He understands. He supports it, and that means the world, and it's honestly a big reason of why I am still here, why I'm able to continue to climb because of that continuous support. Thanks, so I appreciate, man, I appreciate those words. And listen, I... It, mm. I've been rooting for you since day one behind the scenes. You know, I, I, I just know how much of a team player you are, how hard you work, and how really super talented you are, man. A lot of these things in radio, people people go to school for radio, mm. you know, um, to, to learn the, the you know technical stuff. But you're born with talent. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, absolutely. you can't teach that. No. no. So, you, you know, you got a front row seat, man. You got you got a – what am I trying to say? You you have already an advantage because right. you were born with this this talent. You can easily teach someone how to push buttons. Oh yeah, can't mm-hmm. teach talent. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Um, so I appreciate that, man. I really do. And I, I listen. I will still be your number one fan. I'll still <laughs> be rooting for you. Um, Thank you. I seriously, keep keep working hard, man. There's gonna be times where you're just like, oh, man, I want to give up. Like no one's watching, no <laughs> one's listening, but someone always is all right so just keep that in mind man appreciate that chase thank you holly okay so i've been thinking about this and i have two different uh parts of the spectrum first a fun tidbit about chase that i really really enjoy that's work related and that is that uh in every this is before covid times when we had meetings actually together any meeting that we were ever be in, Chase would have to come in and turn the light off <laughs> yes. and be like, ambiance. Vibes. <laughs> vibes. 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 This bitch <laughs> spent one of the, I believe it was a Christmas break, putting a roof over the cubicle that he had, putting up like little twinkle lights so that yes. his, his like workspace was hashtag vibes, hashtag ambiance. Fluores- mm-hmm. fl- fluorescent lights are not yep. a good thing in my life. Nope. Chase was not having any of it. Like he was, I, I, I don't know. I probably made this up in my head, but I just picture you with like a hammer, like being like, we're not doing that. And this was like years ago. Yes. So I just really enjoy like him bringing the creativity that he always has into mm. the workspace, mm. which he did on the air, which he did with the with the graphic design, um, you know, dealing with all of the different program directors that we've had over the years and Ugh. how we've all had to kind of shift and pivot. Chase, I always feel like you did it with such grace and yes. such class. Without complaining. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. Without so, complaining, unlike us. Oh, God, the- we're the worst. We're some whiny bitches. And Chase is over here trying to be like, come on, guys. He's like, come know? on, we're good. Everything's Chase good. We have Chase has like the, the, even if Chase ever would complain about something, he'd be like, yeah, it's been a little rough. But you know what? you got to look at the bright side. It's great. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And then just 
on a personal note, so I don't know how I can't I can't I can only share part of the story. But basically, I had a situation happen to me about two years ago now where I needed someone and I didn't even know I needed someone. I needed someone to basically to help me to help my child and save save that part of my life in a minute for Mm. a minute. And that was Chase. I'm going to get emotional. But I it's like my life kind of like wrecked for a minute and um, my kid suddenly didn't have someone to bring her to school. Like, obviously, I do the morning show. I can't drive my Maya to school. And, you know, she was in kindergarten at the time. And so I was like, I, I first of all, I didn't even think about that part of my life in that moment because um, my life fell apart. But I uh, somewhere in the back of my head, I realized Oh, I'm I'm out of luck. Like what? I don't know. And I and it was so far down on the list of priorities, but it was at the same time a big priority because come Monday morning, what are you going to do? Like someone's got to drive her to school. Ain't going to be me. Ain't going to be my mom. So what? Um Chase texted maybe called. I don't know. It's very fuzzy, but I think all I, I know. Uh, yeah, and I was going to say, <laughs> I like, I don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty Chase texted, was like, hey, I can bring Maya to school. Just FYI, in case you haven't thought about that. Damn. And I was like, uh, and I'm, I, I hate putting people out. Like, I don't like to need help. But Chase texted and was like, hey, I can take Maya to school. And I was like, mm, okay. And I felt so bad saying, okay, but at the same time, I was like, I needed that. So, and I didn't want it to be like his burden only. So like I ended up, it was like, you know, a, I had a neighbor also that was willing to help in that moment at that moment and like pitch pitch in. Um, but I just, I couldn't believe that someone would be so nice as to volunteer to take my kid to school. Yeah. And like, Maya is uh, adorable. And what you really don't know is I was actually training for my first kid. So <laughs> I thought that, like, I was like, at the time, and after we kind of got past that hump of me being like, no, I don't want help. It's fine. No, you, I do need help. Please help me. Um, and, you know, you started, and, like, the days would go by. I'd be like, uh, how was it? Because she give me a handful. Like, what's going on? And, like, what you guys found, like, a squirrel, a squirrel or badger <laughs> or, like, a raccoon or something. Yeah. That was, like, the topic of conversation. And so I, when I would get my after school, I'd be like, you know, how was school? She's like, well, I got to tell you about this squirrel that, you know, Mr. Chase and I saw or whatever. And I was like, oh, God. Tell you, and I'm not there yet, but kids really open up your mind. Yes. Mm. Like, we had these conversations, and, and my brain would go somewhere where it, it just hasn't been in a while. And... And I just can't wait for that time of my life when oh, Austin gets that age, and he just asks these questions. He'll, he'll just, you know, oh yeah, it it's blows a your perspective. mind. Like mm. kids just blow your mind, and they make you appreciate the various aspects of life. Like who even cares about your drive into work, or in right, this case, yeah. the drive to school? Yeah. But like, so many different things can come out of it, and so I've just, I've been, I. It speaks to your character, kind of like what mm. Scott was saying, yeah. probably also what Miguel was saying. It speaks to the character and who you are as a human that you would even think to jump in like that. Like, yeah. I, it just, it, so many people, it wouldn't have even crossed their mind. Well, we say hot fam and we're really family. It's that's, true. Right. That's what it is. Um, you know, we're here for each other. We don't feel like, I don't feel like, I don't want to call you guys colleagues. That's just dumb. Right. No. You, know, you guys are friends. You guys will always be friends. Right. 
uh, and family. You know, we've been, you know, invited each other to parties and oh, stuff. Yeah. Heck yeah. We drank oh, yeah. with we drink with each other. Well, not now, but you know, we, no. right. we've done a lot when of, we could. Like, exactly. We've done a lot of fun things with each other that not a lot of people can say say that. Right. They don't oh. the last thing they want to do is hang out with their coworkers. Right. Yeah. But we like it. Yes, we Man, like it. And I remember one time at the Hot Haunted Yacht, you I don't remember what costume you had on. But it was very oh, form fitting. Oh wow! And I remember I oh, made it was a- my uh, Bud Light year. <laughs> yes, I was oh, like, that. I was like, Chase, you got old. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's what. And then I think you were like, "All right, well, I'm gonna get another cocktail." <laughs> Thanks, Miguel. And I was like, "Sorry." I think I was wearing- oh my <laughs> god! Hot fam, hashtag hot fam. Yeah. Hashtag hot fam, girl. We hit it together. Well, Chase. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. for you. being you. Yeah. Absolutely. And thank you for enriching uh, Tampa Bay on the radio for the past nine years. And now you're just enriching them in a whole different way. So when you mm-hmm. see really cool graphic things from us, from Hot 101.5, know Chase had a hand in it. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You're so welcome. No, I'm excited for this next chapter. It's already started. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm here in the building still. Um, and already working out, you know, working with other markets and, and really planning for first quarter and, and, and all these things. And, and, um, I'm just super excited for this next chapter. And listen, I, I'm sure people are thinking, well, is he going to you know miss being on air? Like, yeah, of course I will. Right. You know? And, and the, the good thing about this whole thing is I'm not. Not quitting, right? right. Yeah. I didn't get fired. This whole thing, yeah. you're still with us. Ideally, I got a promotion, which is awesome. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. wants a promotion in yes. their career. Mm-hmm. Um, so the good thing is, you know, thanks to um, our PD, Will, you know, we had a conversation. He's like, "Listen, man, the door is always open. You know, whenever you get that itch, you know, once I can kind of really get a rhythm with this new job and see what it really entails, like if I get an itch, I'm like, hey, I'd like to pick up a Saturday afternoon shift or something. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, you know, right. I just." You know, right now, I think it's important for me to focus on this next chapter. Absolutely. Because, um, uh, you know, out of all th- this whole group of people that were chosen throughout CMG, I was the only on-air person. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I really want to, you know, dedicate all my time to this and make sure that, you know, I'm taking it seriously. Um, yeah. Because everyone else is. Right. So um, mm. I'll truly miss being with you guys on-air. Listen, you guys are, I, I'm your number one fan. And I don't know if you know, but I log on to your, like, Facebook Live in the morning. <laughs> oh, I've seen you pop in. Do you see me? Yeah. Do you see my name? Okay, I didn't know that. I, I, do I my, can't see that kind of thing on the, on my side. So okay. that's really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my, like, morning walks, and and the notification always pops up, and I always log in. Oh, uh, thank you for adding yeah, a view to so us. I we liked, appreciate that. I love that. And you guys are always doing just that's the best thing ever is not only hearing you guys, but now seeing you and, and just seeing the relationship you have with each other. It's just so genuine. Mm. And that's why you guys are so good because you're just speaking the truth on the air. You're funny. Sometimes, you know, you share stories of, of laughter and sometimes sadness. And that's what's, what makes you the best, I think morning show in Tampa Bay. And that's why people love you so much. I, I've seen you guys at events and I'm there and people are like, Oh, where's Miguel and Holly? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm here. What <laughs> 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 Oh my God! He's, he's like, I've so been here yeah. longer than them, bitch. I know, God, I know. Yes, yes. Oh my Sorry. God! But I can, you can just truly see how much people, how much people in Tampa Bay love you guys, mm. and you. you know, I just can't wait to see, you know, what you guys are gonna do in the next five, ten years. I mean, you're gonna be syndicated, I think, in my 
personal opinion. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. You guys well, let's hope going, so, girl. You guys are only going up, so. Yes. I'll add some money to we your son's money. account, girl. Ah. When we get that money. <laughs> uh, Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly? Radio Holly on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R, everywhere. And for the very last time, Chase, can, or do you want people to find you on social media? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not posting anything cool anymore. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I, I mostly post pictures of, like, my baby, but, you know, I, why not? Like, yeah. you know, I'm just showing off. Yeah, so absolutely, as you should. Chase me down on Instagram, and I don't long have, I don't have Twitter anymore. I, I can't deal yeah. I can't keep up with social media like that. Too much. Listen, uh, you're, you're a grown adult now, so you have better things to do yeah. than sit on Twitter And it like really us. does get more difficult when you have a kid. Like, Absolutely. it just does. You can't keep up the same way. No. Yeah. So no. you have better things to do. Yeah. Hey, guys, thank it. you so much for having me here. Seriously. Thank you, Chase. Thank you, Chase. If you need some graphics, hit him up. Chase me down on Insta. Catch up, catch, up, catch, up. catch up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.